recording. Okay. Hi, everybody. Uh, so going through my little sheet that I printed out because I'm a nerd. Um, we, uh, I just want to go through the rules and then we'll all introduce ourselves and say what's up. Um, the rules for this group is basically to understand that this is peer support. I am a fancy doctor, but in here, um, I'm here to just be kind of more among y'all and be a peer supporter, although I can never take my fancy doctor mind and set it over here. It's always in here. Um, rules of the group are rules is to be kind. Um, we're going to offer support over solutions. Hi, sweet girl. Oh, she's just so cute. Um, so we can limit crosstalk. That's kind of an AA thing where you'd be like, I know what you should do, or any sentence that starts with you should do will make Rowan's head come off. So we're not going to do that. Um, she kind of hates that. I hate the word workaround, by the way. Um, we're going to be succinct, unlike myself right now, and not bogart the conversation. And if a moderator interrupts you, moderators today are Adila and myself. Um, don't take it personally. We're just kind of you know, herding the cats back into the conversation um, or the topic if we need to. So far, we're kind of small, but if we had a big ass group, we would do that. Um, one person talks at a time and um, kind of like in therapy, I have people who hold a stick, like when couples talk because they tend to talk over each other and be like, are you holding the stick? No, you shouldn't be talking. So um, we're going to do that. And we're not prescribing or diagnosing. We're just kind of being like, oh, okay, well, this has kind of happened for me. Or especially when people ask for, um, I have some ideas or I need support for this thing. Then we're going to throw out things that have worked for ourselves. Um, because this is a public forum, i.e. this is a podcast, uh, A, if you guys don't like cussing, uh, it's probably not the best place to be, so we can say whatever we want, which is why we highly recommend little earbuds so peeps can say whatevs. Um, but also know that we are uh, looking at each other, so if you don't want to be seen or you're concerned with that, just you know, take down your camera. And we will publish this as a podcast later, but only the audio. We're still working on it. I don't know why iTunes hasn't replied. We got turned in, but they haven't said this is what you do next. That was two weeks ago. So at least they accepted us. That's the big news. Um, if you share something and realize that you need to edit it out, just let us know. Um, and if you could like clap, that'll mark the audio portion so we know where to go to find it so we don't have to listen to an hours of talking. Um, we can just go back in and delete it out. Because there's sometimes we're like, oh, we probably shouldn't post that on there. But we want to talk about it in real time. So if you're like, oh, crap, I don't want that, just clap and we'll know where to go and find it. Um, okay. Okay. The topic. So let's, I will um, talk about our topic and we can either, when we introduce ourselves, if you have um, something else that's going on or you want to say how this topic is helpful for you. Um, I think that's how we've done it in the past. It feels like it's a little different, but that's what we're doing today. So um, the topic, I wrote it down, is what is the plan for self-care when you have sick kids? And then what is the plan if you're sick and your kids are not? Because um, that seems really problematic. Um, so I kind of want to talk about what have you guys done? What's worked? Um, what do you wish was different? Um, so that's the topic. And I'm Blythe, or Dr. Blythe. That's what Rowan always calls me, Dr. Blythe. Still paying off that doctor part. Um, 
and I don't have kids, but when I am sick, I have a hard time coming to work. Um, and I feel a huge amount of responsibility to come to work, to support people. I don't want to let people down, but I also am not going to come to work and have people get sick. So what I have done in the past is if I can drag myself to my home office, I'll see people virtually if that's something that they can do. Um, but some people, that's just not their jam. Um, and then sometimes I have to know that that's not going to work. Like I cannot be helpful for people if I have tissues shoved up my nose because I've got like the runny nose. Um, I know that when Rowan and I were sick in, I think it was December, we had like the runny nose so much that I wanted to shove tampons up my nose. I was like, this is the only solution because it was so bad. Oh crap. Sorry. Um, I just spilled coffee everywhere. Go me. Um, so I'm just curious, like, what have you guys been doing? How are you guys handling it? This is flu season. Are you even leaving your house? I have a couple of people who won't even leave their house right now because they don't want to risk exposing their kids. So all right, I'm going to meet myself and hit it over to Adila because she's my co-host. Hey, guys. Um... So I'm Adila. I've got a six-month-old and a two-and-a-half-year-old. And, a -year -old. and uh, I'm a birth doula. So being sick, actually, like, um, it's never gotten in the way of my job. Like, I've never been sick and then had to go to birth, thank goodness, because I don't really know what I would do. I mean, I know, like, you know, people go by certain rules and that, but I've never had to make that decision yet. So it's good. But... Um, I was actually sick yesterday. I had a fever and it was horrible. And when I have a fever, my body just shuts down. I get like those aches, um, my back hurts. I've been working out lately too. So I'm like extra sore. And I was like really hurting yesterday and I didn't really know what to do. And I really was pissed off at myself because at that time I was thinking, oh, my mother is right. I should have moved closer to her because she lives at home and she could have taken the kids off my hands for a while. And uh, but she lives 45 minutes away from me. Um, but as soon as my husband came home yesterday, I just told him, I said, take the girls to your parents because they live five minutes away from us. Um, and I said, I just need, I need to be like alone for a while. And so that was great. He gave me like three hours and I just kind of hung around the house and took a nice hot bath and, you know, made myself some soup and uh, watching TV shows in bed. So it was really nice with a hot pad. Um, when my girls are sick, it's really hard, especially if one is sick and the other one isn't because you're trying not to get them both sick at the same time. But they're sneezing and touching toys. And it's not like I have Lysol wipes, you know, everywhere. But um, so it's kind of inevitable that they both get sick. Um, so now my six month old is congested and she's got like, oh, it's so horrible because we're sleep training right now too. And I woke up in the middle of the night last night to feed her and she's just got, she had like globs of stuck snot kind of all around her nose. And I was trying to, you know, saline it to clean it out for her. And at least my two-year-old knows how to sneeze into a tissue. So it's okay. It's great. But, um, yeah, it can be tough if both girls are sick. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think that's about it. 
That sounds terrible. So it sounds like you think that having like your husband come home was helpful because he took the kids and you were able to rest and like pass out afterwards or what? Yeah, pretty much. I was able to like get a, a nap in and everything. Um, but it's tough because everyone around me works except for my mother who is far away. So I can't really ask for extra help and I don't want to drop, you know, the girls off anywhere like a, like a daycare or, you know, one of those hourly spots because then they could, they could just get even more sick from something that another kid has. So. Okay. Good sharing, Adila, my co-hostess of the mostest. Okay. Anybody else want to go next? I'm going to mute her. This is so fun. Okay. Anybody? Okay, Caitlin. Yay. Okay. Hi, I'm Caitlin. I have Atlas, who is four months old now, and a three-year-old as well. Um, and Skylar actually just got sick last week. Um, I feel like we've just been in, on a rotating door. It's week sick, week not sick, week sick, week not sick. It's been um, pretty crazy, but he's, he's the kid who will always spike a super high fever. But if I give him any kind of medication to bring the fever down, he's back to playing like normal and will not rest. Um, so it, I feel awful having to say this, but I have to keep him sick enough that he will stay in bed um, or for most of the day or something because TV has never been something he can sit in front of or like, he will watch one movie and that's his max. Like he maxes out at that point um, for most of the day. So I, I have to get really creative on finding ways to keep him um, resting, which has always been a challenge um, because it's just, he's so high energy. And um, if he feels even slightly normal, then it's, um, it's game on. But otherwise, it's um, he's so miserable, then he's just crying the whole time. So it's, I have to find that, fine, that super fine line each time of how much medication to give him so that he's not running 103 fever, you know, 103, 104, but then I have to keep him sick enough to not just run around and play like crazy. Um, Atlas, thankfully, has not gotten sick yet. Um, I think that a lot of that is him breastfeeding because um, I haven't gotten sick much. And then I got sick after we got back from Alaska, really, really sick, and so was my husband. And um, I don't know, we just kind of, I don't know, you just kind of suck it up and keep going. I, I don't know, because I, I couldn't take anything, and that's really challenging, breastfeeding, not being able to actually um, find a way to to make yourself feel better. So I don't know. I've always struggled with that because you can have some home remedies, but that doesn't always work. And then when you're breastfeeding, you can't take the good stuff, if you will, um, to actually make yourself live. So that's where I'm at. Um, nobody's sick right now, but we've been going through it. So not to prescribe home remedies, but is there anything in particular that has helped you? Um, we do a lot of lemon and honey tea um, okay. for sore throats, for coughs, for all of those things. Um, my my husband is a big believer that a, a shot of whiskey can fix a lot of things. 
<laughs> so that one's kind of, you know, um, that's the occasion where things are really, really terrible. Um, but yeah, this, um, those, I guess, are the things that help the most, just steam, humidifiers. Uh, we're big essential oil users too, so those are, those come in quite handy, but those can only go so far sometimes. And when you need something to like clear your, your entire self, like NyQuil or something or DayQuil so you can sleep and that's just not feasible breastfeeding. Or when you're breastfeeding, peppermint is great when you're sick and you can't use that because it can mess with your supply. So, oh, yeah, you have, um, and I have an overreaction. I had one Andes mint and my supply dropped by half. Your supply. My <laughs> supply. <laughs> Your power supply. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which is huge because I donate, because I breastfeed him and then I donate approximately 125 ounces a week to another family. So right. for it to drop by half is kind of a huge freaking deal because <laughs> that feeds another baby. So um, I have to be, I have huge overreactions and I have to be really careful. But, you know, again, that's just one of those things you have to learn and, um Breastfeeding puts that at a whole other challenge of being sick and trying to figure figure it all out. Your uh, your body's like extreme, you know. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna give you lots of milk. You have a little bit of milk. I'll give you half as much. Like, it's really interesting. Mm -hmm. so, Tiffany's jaw dropped when she when you were talking about how much you <laughs> donate. <laughs> I thought she was gonna fall out of her chair. So. <laughs> Yeah, I pretty much exclusively feed another baby, so. Dinner for two. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, good share. All right, I'm going to pause you, or not pause you, mute you. There's no pausing here. Okay. Uh, who wants to go next? Tiffany, PJ, either one? Tiffany, okay. Yeah. There you go. Okay, I'm Tiffany, uh, stay-at-home mom to Willow, who will be two next month and Lily is three and a half. Um, we have been on the sick roller coaster since coming back home from Christmas vacation. Um, let's see. They both got sick. The girls got sick, like throwing up sick, which was pretty bad. That lasted for a couple of days. Um, and then it kind of made the rounds no, to me and my husband. And then we finally got out of it. And now my husband is sick again, um, which puts a lot more responsibility on me because he, even though he's sick, he's still going to work because he feels like he can't miss out on the pay. And he feels like it's too much work to miss work because he's a teacher. So he has to plan ahead of time to be out. So he's still going to work anyway. And so he's not here all day. And when he's sick, he comes home and he just sleeps. So he came home at, uh, the other day I picked him up at three o'clock and he slept from three o'clock until he had to wake up the next morning. So I basically, it's, you know, it's me, I'm on the whole time that he is sick. And then I have to also, you know, worry about whether, you know, protecting us from getting sick as well as 
somewhat trying to nurse him, you know, making sure, hey, don't forget to drink water. Hey, eat soup instead of pizza. Um, these kinds of things. And it's just, it puts me in a position where I'm giving too much of myself and then having to worry about, well, hopefully I don't get sick because when I get sick, you know, I don't get a day off and he won't even take a day off for himself. So he won't take a day off for me, for me to have a sick day. So being sick is a giant P-I-T-A because it just takes too much out of all of us. And so far, we have had maybe a handful of days where we've all been healthy or, you know, not suffering. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of where we're at right now, um, just trying to prevent the rest of us from getting whatever he has. Jeez. I put in a little thing. You're like a single mom and a nurse. And then oh, try yeah. not to get contaminated at the same time. <laughs> Sounds terrible. Well, I hope is he feeling a little bit better now? Uh, yeah. When I went and picked him up, he was he said that he was like, you know, at fifty percent that day, and then yesterday he was at eighty five percent. So he's feeling better, but I guess, you know, his body still needs the rest. He still needs to be taking care of himself, but to him, he feels okay enough to go to work. Mm. And then it also concerns me like, well, I hope you're not spreading germs to the rest of the school. Like when you're sick, you should be staying home for yourself as well as for the rest of the population. Mm -hmm. And that's not something that, you know, to him it's more about like time spent making plans and earning as many dollars as he can. Mm. Which I understand, yes, we need the money, but if you are dead sick, there's no point in you going to work. And he just doesn't take that care for himself. And it drives me nuts because I wish he would. And people lack so much insight when they're sick. Like, you know, I'll tell people when you come out of the flu, you'll be like, man, I was so sick. But when you're in the flu, you know, and you can barely get out of your bed and move to the couch, like you don't need to go to work. But when you're in it, you're like, I got to go to work. I got to, you know, we just get hooked into gotta mode. It's so like jacked up. And that's, that's another like fear, the whole thing that this, flu epidemic is so bad and so serious every time like the next sickness or whatever that comes along even lily said yesterday mommy my ear hurts and immediately my head was like like alarms but she didn't have a fever and she was playing and running around as normal so it could have just been you know the way that she was eating her orange made her tingles go or whatever but um you know my sister has been like make sure it's not the flu you know make sure you're doing everything everything you can to not get the flu um and they got flu shots but we didn't so it's like i i like to protect them as much as i can but i myself don't feel it's necessary for me as an adult to get a flu shot so that's kind of where we're at trying to avoid the flu as much as we can even though we're already sick. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm going to mute Tiffany.
And PJ, do you want to share? Are you at work and have to be all incognito? Oh, you can share. Okay. There we go. You're unmuted. Hi. Hi. Um, I, we've had so much going on in the last two weeks that, sorry, y'all are staring at the ceiling because I can't hold my phone. Um, am I supposed to introduce myself? Yeah. Who are you? What you doing? How many kids you have? PJ, mom of three, wife. Um, usually I would say my husband's a stay at home dad, but in the last two weeks he has started working again at, um, uh, the natural parenting store that he was working at before, um, it temporarily closed and now it's reopened here in old town spring where I work, which is great, but, um, we're having a really hard time balancing the kids right now. Um, cause we can't afford to put them in childcare. Uh, and the boys are just a handful. Like I can't, we can't take them to work and just like shove them in front of a tablet or a TV, um, because they're getting into everything. And especially since he works retail, you know, they can't be getting into all the products and stuff that are sold. Um, anyway, I am, an office manager at Rebel Birth. I teach Rebel Birth childbirth education and I am working on uh, postpartum doula stuff um, to be a postpartum doula. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it. My life has been a shit show the last two weeks. Uh, you want to talk about it? Um, my sister overdosed, uh, two weeks ago, Sunday, or well, a week ago, this past Sunday. Um, she was on, uh, life support. They lost her for six minutes. Um, she has since she made a full recovery, was taken off the ventilator at day three. Um, so far, like they didn't see any long-term damage to like major organs, um, a little bit to her heart, like as far as just a little weakness, which is, you know, when you eat a bottle of Vicodin aspirin, um, what else did she have? Naproxen and a Ciclovir, like you, you'd expect to have a little bit of damage. Um, so she has now been put, uh, into, um, the psychiatric part of her hospital stay, um, which means no contact for right now. Um, it's been rough. Um, just because like she, uh, her oldest son and I are only six months apart, which means she was pregnant at the same time my mom was. And, she was always like another mom to me because she managed our family business uh, on the property where I grew up. She also lived with us for six years, like my nieces and nephew or my niece and nephew, her kids. And um, I grew up together. They were like my siblings since we we're so close in age. And um, I know she's been going through a lot. It's just, 
it's just hard. This is the second suicide attempt in four months. So, yeah. That's a lot, PJ. How is your mental health holding up with all of that? Um, you know, if I didn't have so many other things going on um, with the business that my dad left me, which is also, you know, like I'm in the middle of some really bad threats from a person whose dog passed away in our kennel and um, she wants me put in jail and stuff like that. So my mental health has not been great. Um, I started, uh, about a month ago, I started taking Prozac again. And two weeks ago I upped the dose. And then, um, on the 29th of January, I started taking Adderall, um, for, some ADHD issues that I've probably had my whole life, but just decided to get some help with, um, recently. And, uh, I think it's the only thing that's helped me like just try to keep taking steps forward that and the support that I have from the people around me. But yeah, it's just been shitty. So being really busy is helping you? Um, yeah, it helps me during the day, but then at night I stay up. I can't sleep unless I take something to sleep because I live in constant fear of being arrested or losing my family or... I don't know. And the Adderall will make the anxiety worse. I don't know if anybody right. told you that. Okay. Like, yeah. So I've been, I didn't, I, well, okay. I should say nobody told me that, um, Dr. Google, I started Googling, you know, Prozac and, um, because the Prozac is supposed to help my anxiety, but it doesn't really do it, but it keeps me more balanced than like the Zoloft did. Um, but then I read that the Adderall can make anxiety worse. And I had a prescription of 60 clonazepams from after my dad died. And so that is what's been helping me sleep. It's the only thing that takes the edge off my anxiety enough to let me rest. Okay. Um, but I was going to talk to my doctor about that when I go on the 19th. Um, I don't know. I have felt better. I have felt like I've been able to focus more on my work, which is something that um, I haven't been able to do in a long time. Like actually not be overwhelmed by what I have to do. I just like, I can just get through it, like make a plan for myself and do it. Um, which I wasn't able to before. All I could see before was the big picture and get overwhelmed and then just freeze up and not do anything. So, um, that's where I'm at. 
And having untreated ADHD, like when you have depression and anxiety, it definitely makes it worse, right? And you have a bunch of kids and you have a lot of stuff going on. So it's not like you're just sitting here trying to mop, like you're trying to manage all these things with ADD, anxiety and depression. And it becomes one big swirly mess. Um, But there is a way to treat that. So I'm really proud of you for going and talking to someone to like, once you're on meds, like, let's just do it. Let's just do it. And let's do it. right to find what works that perfect cocktail and right. You know, like, let's just do it. Oh, that yeah. sounds like so much. PJ, is there anything we could do to support you more besides just listening and loving? I have no idea. Okay. I really don't. Okay. That's fair. But knowing I have, I have a good support group. So I know that. I know I'm not alone. Yep, you're not alone. You have us, you have your friends, you have Rebel Birth, you have the people that you meet there. You have a pretty incredible husband from what I hear. Yeah. You have some good things going for you, but it also could be better, right? Like, it's okay to to want more and want more ease. Yeah. Do you want this part edited out of the podcast? Oh, no, it's fine. Okay. Okay. We are super protective of our people, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> we I appreciate anything that. out we want. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm unless gonna... it, in, like your professional opinion, you felt like it would be, you know, not good for my sister or something. But I mean, she's pretty open as okay. well. All right, my love, I'm going to mute you. Okay. Um, you know, it occurred to me when Tiffany was talking, like, do any of you guys have this issue of when your partner gets sick and then they kind of like start cutting back on the way that they contribute that when they start feeling better that they stay at their limited contributions um, or do they kind of bounce back or are there like arguments here or like, Hey dude, remember when you were helping me before you got sick? Like, does any of that happen? Anybody want to talk to that? Am I just making that up? Okay. We've got Tiffany and Caitlin. Tiffany went first. So I'll hit Tiffany. Um, so yeah, when he's sick, he kind of scales back. Um, hold on. I think I have to grab a baby. Okay. We'll pause her and we'll go to Caitlin. (laughs) All right. I have this um, problem with my husband regularly because like when I was pregnant, he had to do the litter box. Well, as soon as Atlas came out, he like stopped doing it. So then I all of a sudden have to remember these things and take care of the new baby. Um, So, I mean, it's, it's like every little thing that changes because he also confided that he's been really depressed lately. So he's been backing off of a lot of those responsibilities and I'm feeling the burden, right? I'm the one feeling, um, taking, taking on the rest of it because it still has to get done. Um, but then you're, sometimes it's, it's scary to even go, Hey, you were doing this and I need you to do it again. Um, because it's, you love them and you're like, I don't know if you're a hundred percent. Like sometimes it's that communication error that um, plays the biggest role is because you don't know um, if there's something else going on or if they're just still sick or if they just forgot. So I don't know. Um, 
but my husband does that regularly that he just backs off and doesn't come back. So, yeah. And it goes back to that emotional labor too of like, you're just the project manager of the house. You're the primary parent of the kids during the day and probably at night. Like it just always seems so overwhelming. And then, you know, part of it is that he now has come to expect that, hey, you can do all of that in a day. Not, hey, I had, I had to do these things for a couple of days. Um, and I don't know if that's part of the expectation too, is that I had like proven that I can do these things for X number of days while you were sick. So I don't know if it's all of it. It might be all of it combined together, but um, yeah. Because just because you can do something for three days doesn't mean you can do it forever, you know. Right. You can fly to Alaska and not lose your mind and come back, but we're not going to do that every day. Like, no. (laughs) Hi, baby. Oh, my gosh. She's so distracting. Okay. All right. I'm going to mute. That was a good share. I don't have to talk every time you guys talk. I go to a meeting and this guy, like, always, like, says something after everybody and he makes me nuts. I'm trying to not do that. Okay, um, we're going back to Tiffany. Uh, here we go. Um, so I, I kind of like to check in with him, like as he's getting better, like, hey, you think you could just put the dishes away or, you know, suggest some easy tasks that might be, uh, you know, helpful to me and the household that, you know, he would be okay with doing. And then once, I mean, my husband's real go-getter. So once he's healthy and (laughs) able-bodied, he, um, if I am also healthy and able-bodied, we like to kind of like tag team the whole house and get back into the routine of, you know, doing things together or, you know, tag teaming certain tasks with the girls and whatnot so that we can get the house back into order before sickness. So there is a lot of checking in on my part and, you know, Hey, how you feeling? Do you think you could do this for me? And so it is a, a little bit of emotional labor. Cause I'm like, I, I do need the help. And like Caitlin was saying, yeah, I did that thing three days in a row, but I don't want to do it every single day. (laughs) Um, So there's the checking in and then not wanting to push him too hard or, you know, making sure that he feels okay to do the tasks at hand. It is kind of a lot, even just having him sick and (laughs) getting to the recovery stage. No. Yes. Uh, okay. I, uh, last Friday, I, um, yeah. I guess I don't feel really well, but I wanted to make dinner. It's my night. So like we have a thing on our fridge, like whose night it is. Cause it's myself, Rowan and my husband. Um, and like, I tried ship it. Have you guys tried that? Like, it seems kind of expensive, but they go to the grocery store for you and they bring it to the house. Like, Am I just feeling like this is like, oh, I guess Caitlin can't do that because you live in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> but it just seems so luxurious. Like, I don't think I'm ever going to go to the store again. Um, does anybody else have like a trick that they use like that? Adila? Okay. There we go. Hit it, cowgirl. Oh, no. There you go. Shit. 
There you go. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've, I've just, I've gotten on to uh, that, uh, what, H-E-B curbside pickup, which is amazing. And they, in my location, now deliver. So I'm actually getting groceries delivered to me today, which is awesome. Um, but I actually wanted to go back about the partner things. Mine's the opposite. My husband, when he gets sick, he, like, is a, a machine and just keeps on going and puts his sickness aside and can get things done. And I don't know if it's, like, the old, like, veteran in him being in – the the navy and you know just pushing through his chores and whatever it was and so it's tough because when i get sick he doesn't really understand that i need a break from everything and i need time to rest um i mean he does now but i remember in the beginning of our marriage it was like he was very kind of you know oh you're fine come on like let's get up and go for a walk let's get some fresh air and all I wanted to do was curl up in bed <laughs> and have a cup of, you know, hot chocolate. Um, so for us, it's a little bit of the opposite. But, um, but he actually hasn't gotten sick this whole time. The other thing, though, that stinks, though, is when he gets sick, uh, he doesn't want to, like, he, he's a bit of a germaphobe, too. So, which is good, definitely. But it can be a little over the top because he doesn't want to kiss the girls which i understand but he also doesn't want to kiss me and he doesn't want to touch me and so if he gets sick for a week it's like oh my god i'm you know i have needs too i don't really care right now you know just get your saliva all over me <laughs> whatever we'll figure it out later um but uh yeah that's that's where we are <laughs> Oh, I also wanted to ask, has anybody tried um, elderberry? Is that what it's called? Mm -hmm. um, has it worked for anybody? Because I was actually, Erin, she's not here, but I know Erin like sells like a, like a kit where you can make it kind of at home. Um, and I've heard online that it's great, but I've never tried it and I've never had friends who tried it. So I don't really know. Um, but yeah, I was curious if any of you guys have. Yeah, we keep like an elderberry syrup in the fridge um, and they have like a bronchial support, um, but it's definitely good in my opinion. This, I'm not a medical doctor or naturopath, um, but it's helpful for like the coughing kind of stuff or like chest um, versus, um, versus like stomach stuff. So elderberry would be more like this versus here or in the stomach. Oh, okay, okay, I see. Yeah. And maybe it's good for immune all around. I don't know that much more about it, but Rowan like knows a whole lot about that. So too bad she's not here. Too bad. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so she could talk probably hours about it because she knows all that stuff. She's pretty great about stuff like that. She learned from my grandma. She spent a lot of time with her learning about all that good stuff. Um, maybe I'll just shoot her a message later and ask her. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna mute you. Okay, it's so weird being the boss of the muter and the unmuter. It feels very controlling. Um, okay, so anybody else have anything else they wanna throw out and talk about? Any tips, tricks? Sounds like Adila's husband wants to walk around with a big face mask and the Lysol wipes. Yeah, just don't touch me, so. Anybody got else, anything else to say? 
You guys are so quiet today. We don't have Rowdy Rowan here. So. Oh, Caitlin. Okay, good. Thanks for the save, Caitlin. Okay. Speaking of breast milk and all those other things that I talked about earlier, totally gave my three-year-old some in a syringe and told him it was medicine and it actually helped him like clear all the stuff out because that's how my, my four-month-old wasn't getting sick was because apparently I was creating the antibodies for whatever he had. So it was like, excellent. I'm just going to give him this and he's going to suck it up. And he goes, I don't like that. I don't like that. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> so, yeah. And then um, sometimes... My one time, my husband, um, just for a funny story for everyone, um, he had like an eye thing going on. I was like, breast milk is great for that, you know. And uh, he goes, so do you want me to come over there and you can like shoot it in your eye? I said, or you can give me a cup. So he gave me a little cup and I got some out. And then he's like, so what do I do? Just like pour it in my eye and I'm like, or get a dropper and drop it in your eye. And he sits there, goes, takes the cup and goes, ah! <laughs> he like poured it all over his face instead. So you know. But it worked. <laughs> so, yeah. Rowan just went to a two-day long, it was like really long lactation class at Texas Children's, I guess, with like 150 people. It was full of like nurses and she said taupe people. I was like, what's a taupe person? But like people who wear taupe, um, clearly not a lot of us. Most of us are wearing black. Adila's the, the bright light of the room here. Um, but uh, she said that, they, oh, see, PJ's wearing black too. Um, they talked a lot about like the antibodies and the breast milk and like how good that is. And so she was asking all these questions of my dad. Like we have a three-way text. Um, we don't talk individually to my father. We always talk as a three-way and um, asking like, so Rowan was breastfed for nine months and I got like two weeks and I was like, that's why I'm not as smart as Rowan and that's why I'm sick all the time. So see we have the the answers to all my questions about why Rowan is smarter than me so, it goes back to the breast milk so she had nine months I had two weeks so because my mom had this really um she was working at this I don't know if she was the superintendent at that time or just the speech pathologist but she had her first job with her master's degree and was like they wouldn't give her more than two weeks off two weeks she had two weeks off and then went back to work so she didn't breastfeed because she just couldn't manage to do that too. Two weeks. I can't imagine two weeks. I would lose my mind if my yeah. people that I work with go back to work after two weeks. Lose my mind. Well, I know that they're starting to do studies of like breast milk for adults and stuff and how, um, yeah, I don't know. Heard maybe it's some weird obscure thing, but they were starting to like look at cancer research and breast milk and um, how it like breast milk still might have help because of all those kinds of antibodies and that are transferred. I don't know. Because Rowan said at the class that they're finding stem cells in breast milk. So that's probably that connection is the that's stem cells. Right. Yeah. So really interesting. I don't know. I don't know what the science is there, but I just think it's really interesting. And who knows, we might all be, you know, needing to, work harder than we ever thought we could. And you might make a ton of money pumping out some breast milk for your stem cells. Right? Yeah. <laughs> They're money makers in a way that we never knew. I'd add, I'd add two extra pumps because I only pump twice a day. So yeah, <laughs> I'd add like three or four pumps and get, you know, 300 ounces a week. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. sure you could find other things to do besides be attached to a pump. 
and a baby. But. And a baby, right. Wow. Okay, learn something there. For, you know, carrying the sicknesses in my house. Another home remedy here, at least. That's right. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, we still have like 10, 15 more minutes. Anybody have anything else that they need support on? Or want to talk about? Any ideas for our uh, topic next time? I came up with this one. Okay, Caitlin has a good idea. Okay, great. Time management is a oh, model. I need time management. Period. I personally need help. So, you know, um, on how do you manage, what what are you able to manage to do and how do you manage to do it? Yeah. I can get us all out of the house and somewhere on time, but trying to get the other stuff done, I feel like I don't have enough time to play with my kids or clean the house or cook food. I don't feel like I have enough time to do any of it, but I don't know. Time management is a big. It's a good topic. All right, I'll put that on the topic list for next time. Unless there's a better idea. So. Okay. I'm always interested in topics because Rowan has a big old list, but I like like what's pressing, like the 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 cold thing. I was like, uh, we need to talk about the cooties. So, oh my God, Adila has that little baby out. Oh my God, I haven't seen a little baby in a while. <gasps> mm. He's such a little nugget. Is it baby boy or baby girl? Girl. Oh. Yeah, and this one's naked. She took off all her clothes. Good so. for you. Yeah. Overrated. <laughs> oh, yay, baby butt. Atlas's butt. This is great. Okay. Okay. Right. Right. Well, I'm just going to unmute everybody, and we could just have a small free-for-all. Um... And then I'll do the wrap-up statements. So, anything else anybody wants to share, talk about? Giggle. I like hearing all the babies in the background. Willow. Yeah, I hear a tablet at Caitlin's with a TV on at Tiffany's. Come say bye. Bye. Oh, hi, sweetie. Bye. Bye. Okay, I'm going to meet y'all, and I'm going to say the little stuff, and then we'll do, oh, wait, here's a baby. PJ's baby. Oh, that look, that little swinger dinger. That's so cute. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm going to mute everybody. Bye, baby. Oh, it sounded weird. It went from being talking to not talking. Okay. So, um, so wrap up, we learned that uh, being sick is a real big drag, like no one had to tell us that. Um, and you guys seem like you found a few things that worked. Um, we eventually will have this podcast on our website, which is progerscanbechoosers.rocks. Um, I don't think I've told Phil to release that right now. I think that URL goes to our Facebook page, but we do have our website. It is done. Um, just Phil and I were doing some migration work on our Punk Rock Hoops emails. So I need to tell him, hey, dude, launch our website. Um, and then we'll have the podcast on there. We're close. We're close. iTunes has accepted us. We just need to do the next part. Um, we do have... Um, 
there is something called the PSI warm line. So if you're having like postpartum struggles or peripartum struggles, you can always call them. Um, we list it in the event, but it's uh, the number is 800-944-4PPD. So that is at PSI and they call it a warm line instead of hotline because you usually leave a message and they'll call you back instead of a hotline where people always answer. Um, on my website, uh, mamasite.com backslash forms, I put the resource list. So it's a PDF. Um, I actually realized my name's not on there at all. So probably going to update that <laughs> and um, fix it. But you can download onto your form, send it to a friend. Um, you can follow us on Instagram. We are Pruggers CBC, um, as in Pruggers Candy Choosers. I like it because it's like, you know, blood cells. Um, you can join on our Facebook group. Like, I think you guys are all members of our little secret society. Um, and then be sure to tell friends about this because we want to be as helpful for everybody as we can. And it's not just ladies only. We just want people who are pregnant or have had um, a baby. So a dude that has been pregnant is totally welcome. Um, and if you want to host, we are kind of recruiting for future hosts because obviously Rowan and I are starting to have difficulty both being here. And so we need two people um, every time. So Adila was my helper today. That really worked out. Um, it just feels good. Like there's nothing really you have to do as the co-host. It just feels like you have extra support or I have extra support. Um, so let us know and then we will reconvene in two weeks. We will be here. I have it set up on auto redo. So we'll be here. This should be our little number. The Zoom meeting number shouldn't change. I think we finally figured that out. So I'm going to unmute everybody so we can go nuts and tell each other how much we love each other. There we go. Everybody go. Oh, we love you. We're all here. We're together. Oh my gosh, yeah. look at those ears. Yeah. Hi, Boo. Oh, hi, sweet girl. Oh. Okay, everybody, I'll see you all in two weeks. Sounds okay. good. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Love you. Love you too. No, why? No, why?